The only guy I know, besides Pat Riley, that loves Springsteen more than Bruce himself is Chris Russo. Now, Dog, in my estimation, and this is our show, so it's the only opinion that matters, is the greatest sports talk show host in the history of the business. Part of that legendary Mike and the Mad Dog combination. He's still magnificent. Channel 82, Sirius XM, 3 to 6 every weekday afternoon. And he does the best baseball show on television, 1 p.m. every afternoon, High heat on the MLB Network. Good morning, Dominic. With that said, here he is, my dear friend, Chris Russo. Oh, good morning, pal. How are you? Sydney, how are you today, buddy? What's been going on? Things good? What do you have? Things are good. I, I, I do appreciate you reaching out to me a couple of weeks ago. I, I've been doing a lot of solo shows lately because your friend and mine, a guy you know for a very, very long time, Bernie been pretty sick and uh, he's not here again today i did pass along doggy that you sent me a text about him and he did want me to tell you that he loves you and thank you so much yeah how's he uh, what is the latest is he doing better or what can you tell me anything interesting now uh not really i mean he's back at sloan kettering again today for his second round of chemotherapy he's missed quite a bit of work he's weak he doesn't feel great so i'm not a doctor i don't have a long-term prognosis uh, I pray every day he's going to be okay. We talk every day. I love him. But uh, at this point, I don't have a lot of good things to say, to be honest. Well, he's tough. He's tough. He's a feisty guy. He's tough. He's in great shape. We'll keep our fingers crossed. Bernie's got a lot to do with the reason why I'm sitting here today. I can tell you that. He found those tapes, gave them to Imus back in 1988, and here I am. Go ahead. What's Is that true? Here? You know, he's actually no. He's actually tried to convince me of that. You know, he also kind of found Mike Breen. Actually, he introduced uh, Roe, Mike Breen's wife, to Mike Breen many years ago. And he has said to me before, he's kind of taken the credit for you at WFN. Is that true? He got you the gig, basically? Well, that's what he's always told me, that he said, you got to listen to this guy who's on WMCA. And he got Imus these tapes. This is back probably, again, uh, you know, late 80s. I got to MC. I got to FAN in uh, Christmas of '88, so this would have been probably the summer of '88. And I do think he had a lot to do with it. Imus is not going to float around a dial looking for Christopher Russo on WMCA, <laughs> right. but Bernie would have. So Bernie had a lot going on with uh, me getting to WFAN at its inception, essentially a year and a half after, um, in the late uh, 1988. And then, of course, with Imus doing all those morning sports. In the spring of 89, prior to Mike and the Mad Dog, Bernie had a lot to do with that, too. So wow. the Rufino-Bernie-Charles-McCord combination had a lot to do with uh, the growth and the, you know, the, just the building up of Christopher Russo. So I am indebted forever. Wow. How about that? That is great. Uh, uh, that is a great. I tell you what, you know, you talk about Hymas. You've been at Sirius XM for quite some time now, dog, and you built up a great audience there. The show is is fantastic, but I will tell you that I, I listen to Howard in the afternoons. I'm on the same time as Howard in the morning, so but I do like to go back and listen to his interviews. I don't hear you a lot on that show anymore. I thought you were great with Howard Stern. Well, why are you on so much anymore? Uh, I did April 6th of last year. That was the first time I had been on in a long time. I did an hour and, I don't know, probably an hour and 52 minutes. It was a long, long It was great. Spot. It was great. You were talking about edibles, I, which I do, all that stuff. <laughs> That's right. Talking about the edibles. And I told him, you know, I want to be on here prior or, or sometime in the next year. And here it is. We're approaching April 6th again. And not a word. He did give me a nice shout out with Al Michaels last week. When yes. Michaels was up LA. I heard that. So that was nice. Yep. Yeah. But, uh, you know, you know, Howard, you know, it's almost like I'm too close. 
I'm around and everything else, so he kind of forgets about me. But again, nobody. I mean, he make a sanitation man sound incredibly interesting. Nobody, but nobody does a better job uh, interviewing people than Howard Stern. I can promise you uh, that. Listen, that's not even up for debate. I agree a thousand percent. He is head and shoulders the best at that in the history of the business. And to be honest, I've stolen a lot of my shtick from, uh, from Howard. Now, dog, uh, talk to us about uh, baseball. Again, uh, you heard my, my commercial moments ago. We talked about baseball's not back, and Met fans are excited about Max Scherzer, Yankees getting ready. But right now, of course, they are still locked out. 15-minute meeting yesterday. They got nothing done. You cover baseball on your show and that great TV show. Are you at all confident that somehow or another they're going to figure this thing out, or do you think we're in store for a a long delay to this year's baseball season. Well, I thought overall that they'd get something done between February 15th and March 1st. I said that back in December. I thought after the Super Bowl, I knew the players were really ticked off about that last agreement. I thought maybe between uh, end of Super Bowl and March 1st. Now, yesterday, uh, again, that was alarming. Last Saturday was alarming when the play- when the owners gave them their proposal and the players were, quote-unquote, unimpressed. You did. Jeff Passon did report last night that it sounds like they both sides are going to fly in and do multiple bargaining sessions beginning Monday. So that made me a little more encouraged that finally we could get a little headway and they can lock themselves in a room, order sandwiches at midnight, and go through these uh, issues that they have one by one and sort of chip away. And that's what Passon said last night. You know, I haven't gotten that confirmed. I'm sure Jeff was right. So maybe that was a sign of a thawing and at least an awareness that, you know, if you want to save opening day, you basically got about 10 days to do it. Wow. Because I do not think, I do not think that baseball will, um, will rush spring training. I don't think they're going to have a two-week spring training just to get the games in. And nor do I think that baseball is going to push back past October for the season because that's their window for the World Series, so they're not going to finish it in November. Nor do I think the owners are going to go out there and schedule a million doubleheaders to make up the 162, because they lose the home dates, and they got to pay the players the, the full salary of 162 games. So they're not going to do that either. So if you don't get something done by you know March 5th, March 8th, you're going to not have your typical March 31st bunning, flyovers, 50,000 in every stadium, uh, for an opening day. So I think they realize that. And maybe Passion's tweet last night indicates that we'll get something done in these next 10 days. At least they're going to seem like get together, Sid, and we'll see what happens there beginning next week if you want to count, if you want to call it round the clock negotiations. The great Christopher Mayer Dog Russo here in the Burning and Sid in the Morning Show on Talk Radio 77 WABC, Doggy 3 to 6, weekday Sirius XM and 1 o'clock MLB Network High Heat. I tell you what, though, this angel story coming out of baseball, dog, is a really, really gross and sad story. Tyler Skaggs, a pitcher, he passed away from overdosing on drugs. Turns out the guy in the Angels organization has been found guilty of providing the drugs. But the scary part for New York fans is Matt Harvey, former New York Met great, who was also on the scene there. And now we find out he was suicidal. He had a huge drug problem. How ugly has this Matt Harvey story gotten there, dog? Yeah, very true. Uh, you know, Harvey's never going to pitch again, I don't think, in the big leagues. He hadn't been pitching well anyway. Last year, the Orioles. And I did cocaine in New York. I mean, you know, Terry Collins seemed to indicate that he had something, he had suspicions that something was up. 
the Mets didn't do anything about it. Yeah, it looks bad, 100%. And I listen, uh, nobody is going to defend Kay, um, but it's not like he was plowing around a junior high school and handing out drugs to 15-year-old kids. Right. He right. did not sell the drugs to Skaggs. He was the middleman for Skaggs. Skaggs gave him the money, and he found, and you know, and it was Skaggs' source. And when Skaggs needed the drugs, pills, you know, obviously uh, Kay fetched them. You know, you know better than anybody that a lot of PR directors who go on road trips or hang out with teams, when the baseball player wants a bacon egg, bacon egg and cheese sandwich, they run the guy out to go get it for yep, him yep. before game time. Yep. You know, there's a there's a case of you're almost the gopher uh, when you're in that role for a ball club for the major league player. So to me, a minimum 20 year sentence on a guy, 27 year old baseball pitcher who you know who got himself wrapped up in this. Uh, that to me seemed a bit harsh. I mean, that's me. I'm sure the jury didn't have anything else to go on. But Kay didn't make any money on this. Now, Kay was a user, too. So they used the drugs together. And Kay, you know, there's culpability there. And he works for the Angels. And he's buying, he's getting drugs for the player. So he's got to go. Something has to happen to him. But 20 years? I don't know. That seemed a little harsh. I, well, it was. It was very heavy-handed. It was too much. I could not agree more. A few more minutes with the great Chris Russo. Doggy, the Super Bowl is a couple of days old now. Uh, the game was great. No one could argue that. Anytime there's a last possession, either team can win. You got a good football game, and both teams stepped up in that fourth quarter, especially the Rams, I should say. But a lot of us are still really upset what we saw at halftime. Snoop Dogg is only a couple of months away from writing a song about killing cops. Take your guns. Don't kill our brothers in the street. Go kill cops instead. Dr. Dre made a statement about the cops. That moron Eminem, he took a knee during the performance. I know you do sports on your show, Chris, but... Well, a lot of people calling your show complaining oh. about these guys doing the halftime show? No, I didn't get into that. Um, I know I stayed away from it, and uh, I did not many have calls. Uh, most people are annoyed about how Cincinnati ran their offense uh, in the last <laughs> three plays. Uh, a lot of people are annoyed about the non-call or the call on the hold. They hadn't made those calls all day, and they called it on a linebacker. Now, you got can't go crazy there because Cincinnati did score a touchdown where they shouldn't have on the offensive pass interference, so it's almost tit for tat. But I don't know why you they haven't called those penalties all game, and all of a sudden they throw a flag with a minute to go on a hold there at the 10-yard line. Terrible. That, which wasn't a hold. Yeah, that was terrible. a very quirky call. I agree. And then I guess, and then I guess the, um, the Bengals, my buddy Mike Lombardi tweeted this, I guess the Bengals, I guess the Rams are offsides, uh, not offsides, moved illegally before the snap. On one on that specific play with the hold at the eight yard line with Cup, and it should have been a five yard penalty. Now I have not seen that, but that was a big shout out this week too. But we did not get into the halftime scenario. That is to me, that is that's a no win situation. You make one side happy by getting into it, but then you make the other side upset. True. I'm a sports talk show host. There's no need for me to go there. Somebody brings it up, I might have an opinion. But for the most part, I I try to stay away from that because in this divided country, I'm a host, a sports host. Right. That's not going to get me anywhere. I got fans on both sides of the aisle. You do. So I did not spend too much attention. But here's the deal. Right now, you're on WABC. You're not on a sports show. By the way, this is a very one-sided audience. So if you want to give your opinion here, doggy, you could feel free. (laughs) Yeah, I guess (laughs) That's fair. 
I could do it there, but I, I, I did stay away from it. Um, right. I thought the game was a, I thought the game was a decent. I don't think the game was a great. Game. No, it wasn't it great. Was it was a good game. Straight, yeah, it was a good. Yeah, game. There were seven straight punts. There were seven straight punts in the second half. Yeah. So uh, I don't think the game was a great game. And I'll tell you right now, one thing I would say about the game that I'm bothering me about Cincinnati, they make it sound like, well, we'll use this as fuel. This is first of many chances. Take it easy. You got Allen, Mahomes, and Herbert in that conference. Dan Marino said the same thing. Never got back to a Super Bowl. So the idea that Cincinnati seems to think uh, that we'll be at multiple Super Bowls, that's a bunch of nonsense. Right. How do we know that? You and don't. they had a chance there. They should have won that game. I agree. And they had a chance to let yeah. it slip away. So let's see if that comes back 30 years from now to bite them. Well, I'll tell you this, and we'll, we'll wrap it up here. And it's always great to talk to you, Chris. I miss you. I love you. you, you you've always been great to me. But the Dan Marino story, there's a true story. So he just lost to Joe Montana in San Francisco in the Super Bowl. They go back to the locker room. They shower. There's a limo waiting outside for Dan Marino. Dan Marino gets into the limousine doggy with Jimmy Seppolo, Nat Moore, a bunch of Dolphin players, Right. And they're all sitting in the back of the limousine. They got booze in there. They got down Perignon. And they all have long faces. And Marino gets in the car and he goes, guys, what's with the long faces? And Jimmy Seppolo goes, Dan, we just lost the Super Bowl. And Dan goes, what are you worried about? We'll get back. <laughs> Never got back. Never got back. I'd be careful getting into these games. It's very, very difficult. Cincinnati might rule the day that, I remember, they've lost three Super Bowls as a franchise by 11 points. Right. Right. Uh, you know, so it's not like, you know, they, Minnesota, and Buffalo now have the distinction. You know, it was Minnesota 0-4, Buffalo is what, 0-4, and, and yep. now they're 0-3. So uh, that, was a, uh, that was a game they really should have won. That boy drop on third and nine with six minutes left, which probably would have given him a first down, was a huge play in that game. Agreed. Hey, Doggy, thank you for calling in this morning. You're, you're always the best. You're still the best. And continued success. And love having you on, buddy. Let's uh, let's go have lunch one of these days. You could actually buy, okay? <laughs> I'll buy it and say hello to Bernie for me, most importantly. I will. Uh, hold on. Now, now, do you know Chad Lopez, uh, Dog, from uh, from WFAN and CBS? Of course you do. Yeah, well, you know, Dog, first off, it's great to hear your voice. And to hear it on WABC is amazing. So thank you. You probably wouldn't remember me, but you would have run into me because I was one of the sales guys that was uh, pushing you. And it was great selling you. But, you know, it's interesting because yesterday I had a conversation with Joel Hollander, right? So he wanted me to tell Sid how great he's doing. And I know he's listening this morning. And he's probably like, that's pretty cool that you got uh, Mad Dog on with you. So thank you for joining us this morning. All right, Chad, love to do it. Sid and I go way, way back. So um, I really appreciate it. Hollander was a big boy. You know, he was very instrumental in my career. He's another one. It was about seven or eight. Yeah. And, the old, and Mike Francesa, and let's be, let's, him too. I mean, but there's about seven or eight guys, and uh, Bernie's one, Don is two, and Hollander is three. No question about yeah. it. Yeah. And Sidney does a hell of a job. Sidney's done a great job of resurrecting himself. Yes, and he's he got himself a great form here. Wow, well, thank job. you, Chris. Thank you. Thank you very much, John. I repeat Chad's point. Thank you for coming on our station. It's big to get you on, and you're the all-time best. And continued success. We'll talk again very soon, buddy. Thank you. All right, Sidney. Thank you, pal. Appreciate it. My man, the great Christopher Mad Dog Russo. So so you you saw him. You were in uh, sales. You were working. Was it Lee Davis? Who was your guy? Uh, yeah, Lee Davis was uh, was running it. Uh, turn off, obviously. Right. Um, uh, Joel Hollander. Right. Uh, Joel, Joel promoted me to uh, VP of sales for oh, WFAN so you... t- 
10-10 wins, CBS AM, Yankee baseball. So you did work for Joel back then? Yes, yes. Oh, my yes, God. I worked for Joel and Les. So Les you, go, you, you go back to the days of Mike and the Mad Dog yeah, and Chris. Yeah, absolutely. And, I that's know. funny. It's, it's great yeah. to hear his voice on yeah. here. On our so. station, baby, on WABC. That's what we do. Thank you, Chad. All right. Thank you, Chris Russo. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.